For RCR Wireless News, this is Sean Kinney, and I'm joined again by Nextivity's Stephen Cowell to continue our conversation around how enterprise cellular coverage can simplify complex business problems. For everyone listening, if you haven't already, please check out the first two installments in this series where we frame out the larger issues around in-building cellular coverage and what that means for businesses, then talk through the technologies and deployment models available to solve for those. Those podcasts are available on the RCR Wireless News website or wherever you get your podcasts. So Stephen, I'm looking forward to this discussion today where we're going to dive into some specific vertical industries. But before we do that, can you maybe set the stage for us in terms of linking together the importance of cellular coverage for enterprises as they develop and execute digital transformation strategies? What are you seeing in the market at a high level? Yeah, Sean, you know, as, as we look at it today, there really still is a lack of a general understanding on the part of enterprise technical and business teams around in-building cellular challenges. This includes the causes of uh, cellular coverage issues, the problems you have for implementation, and the ways to remediate them. And so when I look at this, I think, you know, it's up to the DAS OEMs and our partner channel to educate and guide the enterprise stakeholders to let them know why they need reliable cellular coverage the factors that contribute to these challenges and what solutions exist to solve the problems. I think there's a real need for more education in this space. And I think uh, historically the larger traditional DAS companies, you know, they kind of liked it when there was mystery there, but you know, here at Nextivity, our goal is to deploy solutions that make cellular coverage easy to understand and easy to deploy. Now let's get into some of these verticals. Manufacturing, obviously a high-value global industry where time is money and uptime is effectively business critical. There's a lot of action here around cellular-enabled solutions for process optimization and flowing from that efficiency gains. So how would you gauge the state of cellular adoption in manufacturing today, and how are you working within customers in this sector? You said it best, you know, critical cellular coverage. You know, as we're working with manufacturing, we're trying to help them evolve into the factory of the future. And when you're talking about the factory of the future, the need for mission critical cellular coverage becomes more crucial than ever before. There are factory specific technologies and solutions out there that you need to increase efficiencies and reduce your costs. So these solutions are built around sensors, robotics, and artificial intelligence. And all of these things rely on 4G, LTE, and 5G networks. The need for cellular goes well beyond inter-office communication now inside of these factories of the future. We continue to see growth in manufacturing, and we really expect this to increase as private LTE, you know, CBRS, become more prevalent. Here at Nextivity, we're trying to work with our, our partners who are into the factories and we're saying, all right, what should we use public cellular for? And what, what should we use private cellular for? And, you know, providing them the solutions that they need to implement all of these, uh, these, these specialty items inside their factories. Now let's move out of that manufacturing facility and into the supply chain. And maybe for the purposes of our conversation, we can set aside the externalities that are really shining a light on problems in global supply chains today and focus in on how cellular can embolden operations and add efficiencies. What are you seeing in this vertical, and how does the built environment of a typical warehouse, a a big open metal building often located in an area that balances cost of real estate with access to highway and freight hubs, uh, how does that fit in? 
Yeah, so when you look at these big warehouses, you're right, they tend to be built in these rural areas where land is less expensive and more available, while still with an access to highways and freight infrastructure, right? So perhaps they have good cellular coverage, but most of the time, they're going to be a little bit further from these towers than, uh, you know, the rural areas that we're used to working in. So the problem is that it's not just the cellular connection coming off the tower. It's really then you got to look at the way these buildings are built. And these big warehouses tend to be huge metal buildings. And if you think about that, where do we have problems with cellular signals traditionally? It's it's the structure of the building. Not a lot of windows, lots of metal, lots of area for interference and cellular struggles to really penetrate these structures. So just like in manufacturing, you know, these facilities, these warehouse facilities and operators are looking to automate a lot of things inside of the building, which means a lot more machine to machine communication. If you think about some of the largest logistical hubs in the world, they're driven by robots, right? And that communication uh, has become critical. And that communication relies, if you would, on secure and dependable cellular communication. And since when you look at these buildings, they're high ceiling and wide open buildings, they lend themselves very well to a simple and easy DAS installation that you can use an external antenna to get the um, off-air transmission and then put it out throughout the entire facility over a DAS system. And, and this is why that's this is an area that's a rapidly growing vertical for Nextivity. We started where the product was made, then we went to where the product was handled. Now let's go to the point of sale. If I look through my inbox, I've got all sorts of pitches around technology-enabled solutions for retail transformation. These run the gamut from solutions meant to help with inventory management and stocking, back-of-the-house type machinations, to more customer-facing solutions. And obviously, COVID was a huge driver here in terms of adoption. But take us through what you're seeing. Retail is probably one of these fastest changing areas and, you know, it continues to grow. And when you look at it, especially since 2020 and the pandemic, right, everybody's view changed of how we're going to interact and how we're going to work. And so COVID was a real catalyst for retail stores, realizing they had a cellular issue and budgeting for cellular remediation to enable these use cases that they found during the pandemic. And when you look at some of these use cases, uh, you know, think about when you go to the store now, everybody offers curbside pickup, but you get there and the first thing you got to do is you got to connect via your phone to tell them that you're there and then home delivery services and they get out to your house and you got to accept the order and that requires it. Or when you're inside of a restaurant or you're inside of the store, you've got contactless pay and, you know, that needs to have a cellular um, application. You're not going to always log on to Wi-Fi in every restaurant and every store that you go to. Uh, and then when you speak about restaurants now, you know, post-pandemic, you get a QR code now. You don't get a menu. So, you know, there's so many of these use cases that were driven by our time during uh, COVID. But COVID aside, there remains a growing requirement by retail to push out coupons to loyal customers, uh, trying to get a customer to stay a little bit longer in the store. Well, if you're going to do that, they need to be able to stay connected to work and home. And then you want to be able to provide usable cellular coverage to vendors. They tend to have their tablets and they're in your store and they're trying to figure out all your store inventory and uh, reorders and things like that. So just looking at retail, it just really is amazing how quickly this all changed in the last 24 months. I also wanted to talk to you about what's happening in the hospitality sector. This one's near and dear to both of us, I think, because we spend a lot of time on the road for business travel. 
you know, I don't love depending on guest Wi-Fi, but I do keep a list of properties where I either know the Wi-Fi will let me get done what I need to, or I know that it won't let me work as effectively as I'd like. So I'm confident when I say that in-building cellular coverage absolutely matters here. And for certain types of travelers, it's kind of a deal breaker if it's not workable. What trend lines are you seeing in hospitality? And maybe you can tie investments in coverage to really delivering value and a differentiated guest experience. Hospitality was uh, really trending up for us prior to COVID. And then, as you know, during COVID, it, hospitality was really hit hard. And they did need to think a lot about, you know, how are they going to reenter back into this post-pandemic world? And, and you talked about Wi-Fi. And, and I love that you have a list because I do the same thing. I think all travelers do. But I always have you know some form of frustration with Wi-Fi when when I go in the building. You know, it's never one click. I've got to always remember credentials. You know, if I am a member or not a member, I pay for it. I don't pay for it. And you know what I think hotel ownership is starting to realize is that guests consider cellular coverage probably higher than they do Wi-Fi coverage when giving their reviews. And in many cases, they're not going to return if they weren't able to use their devices in the rooms or other areas of the hotels, right? So on a, you know, if my phone doesn't work in the hotel, I'm probably not going to go back there. The average hotel guest, they prefer not to use the guest Wi-Fi to connect with their devices. Cause like I said, it's sometimes difficult to log into and on your smartphone, perhaps it's not quite as reliable. And uh, like we all said, Wi-Fi is not always available inside of these hotels. So hotels are understanding the value of driving as much guest interaction via their app, their loyalty apps. You know, I don't know how many you belong to, but I belong to all the top loyalty apps. And it's amazing to me how many of them offer via the phone, check in, check out via your cellular phone, uh, you know, room service. You can pay, you can do special requests. All of this is, is done over the phone now. And uh, most people prefer to do that over cellular. Another driver in hospitality is safety. And there are several companies that are offering cellular-based solutions uh, for implementing emergency lanyards, which are worn by the hotel staff that'll signal security should a hotel staff member have an emergency. So whether you look at it from a convenience perspective, loyalty, safety, you know, hospitality has so many drivers for exceptional cellular coverage. I really enjoyed the look at all these key verticals, Stephen. Maybe to tie it all together, trace the through line for us. Regardless of the sector, in-building cellular isn't a nice-to-have anymore. It's a must-have. So what does that imply for the businesses who are behind the curve in terms of identifying and addressing their problems? I think you had said a little bit earlier, but you know, in building cellular coverage, it's a must-have in the enterprise, and it's been referred to as this fourth utility, right? It's uh, just like your electrical, your plumbing, all that stuff. You expect it to be there, and uh, you know, I think that we've reached that point inside of most enterprises and most applications out there. Initially, critical internal and exter- external office communications and the bring-your-own-device it kind of jump-started cellular requirements inside the enterprise. Now, when you look at it with these smart building technologies, things that are sensor-driven applications, you know, a host of other drivers, no enterprise business or workplace can accept less than exceptional cellular coverage within their buildings. As an example, 
if uh, we talk about the big commercial leasing facilities uh, or companies that I talk to, you know, they now look at it and say that commercial office space and co-working spaces, they're not required to have usable cellular for all of the operators or they just can't lease them, right? Because people come in, they look at the facility. First thing they do is, you know, we look at our phones so often, we realize very quickly that we don't have service well, it turns out they just will not lease that space. You know, they cannot count on um, their customers coming in, their own employees coming in and not having access to this. So tenants or the people who occupy this space, they really have learned the importance of strong cellular coverage and simply will demand it before signing leases. So um, I think from an enterprise perspective, every enterprise must have a complete wireless plan that includes not only Wi-Fi, but this mission critical cellular, and uh, you know, I think that's not going to change. It's only going to get more prevalent as we look forward in the future. Well, Stephen, as always, thank you for the discussion and the insight, and I'm really looking forward to our next conversation where we're going to look ahead at what is next for the industries that are using in-building cellular and how Nextivity is planning to address that.